You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never running assistance in Ramah Beit Shemesh Israel 5782 2022. In our Parsha this week, the Pasuk tells us, It will be, if you will hear, you will hear, double language, if you will hear, you will hear to the, the voice of Hashem your God. And the Pasuk can go on to give us the blessings, the brachos. The Jewish people will experience when we indeed keep and listen to the word of Hashem. I'd like to share with you a beautiful medrash, perhaps two beautiful medrashim, we'll see about the time. Halacha. Adam Yisrael, what is the concept of Shamoya Tishma? Why does the Pasuk say, if you hear, you will hear? What's the double language? So generally speaking, the Torah speaks, there's a concept, the Torah, the Torah speaks the way people speak. When a person wants to emphasize something, so... That person repeats it. So that's the Pashup Shad and the Pasuk. But the Medrash is going to tell us something you know, deeper than that. Allah Adam Yisrael starts off by telling us a halacha. A man from the people of Israel, who is leading the prayer services. So in Chutzlaretz, you say Birkas Koyanim on Yontif, on the festivals. In Eretz Yisrael, we say Birkas Koyanim every single day. The Khan and the priests get up in front of the congregation, they bless the Jewish people, and there are three sections of the brachas, of the blessings, and the Jewish people respond, Amen, which means we agree. And we'll see exactly what Amen means, but there's a concept that we must receive the blessing. We want to acknowledge the blessing. However, the problem is like this, the person who's leading the, the prayers, the 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 Shliach Tzibur, the Baltfila. So, it used to be that people would not read from a sitter, they didn't have the prayer book in front of them, and they had to lead the prayers by heart. So, there was a concern that if he's leading the prayers, and he's leading the Kohanim, so he he says, Yivarechecha, and they respond, Yivarechecha, so he leads the Kohanim, and the Kohanim don't have to think about the words that they're about to say, meaning they don't have to think about what comes next, they just think about the word that they're in, in the middle of. And the prayer leader leads them in their recitation of the blessing on the Jewish people. Now, at each of the three points where they finish one part of the bracha, one part of the blessing, so the Kal answers Amen. What does the what does the Shliach Tzibur do? Because he could get confused. If he's not completely focused on the Psukim, he's saying it by heart. So So the measure says, what's the halach in regards to the person who's leading the prayers? Is he allowed to say amen after the priests complete each section of the bracha, of the blessing? Or do we say that perhaps he shouldn't because we don't want him to get confused? This is what our sages say. The sages say that a person should not say amen. The leader of the prayers should not say amen so he doesn't get confused. And he leads them properly in the blessings. That's more important than him saying Amen. Our sages also taught us If a person is Meshire in himself, he recognizes that he's able to say it and it's not going to confuse him. He knows the Pesukim very well. He's not going to be confused. Or today we use a sitter. So you just keep your finger on the place. It's not a big deal. So you can say Amen after the Kohanim, after the priest's blessing. And 
while we're on the topic, important to know that in halacha, it's better that when they say the bracha, the Kohanim say that bracha, that bracha, that blessing. So before they say Yivarechecha, the Shlech Tzibor is not supposed to say Amen, but when they say Yivarechecha in those sections, then the Shlech Tzibor is supposed to say Amen, because he has the sitter in front of him. Now, Lama, what is the idea? Why should he say Amen if he can? Because one of the most powerful things, one of the most powerful things is to say Amen. What is the power of Amen? The power of Amen is we acknowledge, as we'll soon see, we acknowledge the blessing and we say we want this blessing. We are interested as we do, excuse me, on Rosh Hashanah. We acknowledge that we want God to be our king. When we say we want the blessings from God, we're saying we believe that God is the source of all blessing. So our Amen, when, when the Kohan, when the priests say their blessing, is a very powerful statement that we are interested in God's blessings. We are interested in receiving all this good from Hashem. From Hashem. Okay, so that's the foundational idea over here. Very important idea. That's, that's the concept of Amen. <clears throat> says the word Amen has three different explanations. There are three different ways that the word is used. Shvua, it can be an oath. It can be a person making an absolute commitment of an oath or, or, or an affirmation of something that he said, the Kabbalah. It can also be that a person is accepting upon himself something. Va'amana. And it can also mean a confirmation that I confirm that this is true, what you're saying. Really, all three of these are, of course, connected. How do we know that it's an oath? It says, by the wayward wife, there was a particular oath that she needed to make that would confirm that she had not uh, had a licentious relationship with someone other than her husband. And therefore... The Kohen would state the oath, and she would not actually repeat the oath. She would just say, Amen. Everything that you said, I agree to. That's, so it's an oath. How do we know that it means that I accept what you have said? We find by Har Grizim Har Eval, in regards to the Psukim, which speak about the, the curses on one mountain, the blessings on the other mountain, the Jewish people would accept upon themselves the, the blessings to, if they fulfill the commandments, accept upon themselves the curses, if they don't fulfill the commandments. So it's an acceptance. Amen shows, I accept what you're saying is true. How do we know that the word Amen can also mean an affirmation? I affirm what you're saying. We find the Pasuk says, that Benayo said to the king, Amen, so may it be. So it's an affirmation. It's a, it's a, well, like an additional wish that it should be so. It's like someone says a blessing and I say, oh man, I'm saying, yes, let that blessing come true. Now here we come, we're getting back to the Pasuk, which we quoted at the very beginning, which was, We said, if you will hear, you will hear. What's this double language? So we're going to see that in regards to the word Amen, there's a duality. There's a double concept in the word Amen. What's this double concept? 
אמר רב יהודין, כל מי שאינה אמן בעולם הזה, זכר לנוס אמן לעושה לאווי. רב יהודין says a very important and powerful idea. He says, if you say אמן, if you use that word, you confirm, you affirm spiritual matters, godly matters, brachas, you hear a blessing, you say אמן. You hear the Kohanim, the priests giving their blessing to the Jewish people, you say אמן. So, such a person who is concerned about affirming spiritual matters, they are going to merit to be able to say the word Amen in the world to come. When the, the world reaches a state of perfection, it's called Olam Haba, L'asid Lava is the language here, the world is going to reach a state of perfection, all of the world will come together to serve Hashem, to serve God. L'asid Lava, which according to Ramchal is after the times of Mashiach, in the year 6,000 to 7,000, maybe another thousand years. When we get to that point in time, we're going to say Amen again. We're going to keep saying Amen in the world to come. If you say Amen here, if you are somebody who affirms spirituality in this world, you will continue to affirm spirituality in the next world. So this is a very important idea, foundational idea. What we do in this world, right? Spirituality isn't just like a nice thing, a feel good, you know, I'm doing things, I'm, I have a relationship with God. It's not just about this world, it's about the next world as well. And the next world is a continuation of this world. The next world is here in this world, it's just this world perfected on a higher spiritual level. Do you want to be present? Do you want to be present in that world to come, in that spiritual world? The Medrash here is giving us the ticket into Olam Haba. It says, if I affirm spirituality in this world, I'm going to continue to be able to affirm spirituality in the next world. How do I do that? So the Medrash comes and it continues and tells us, not just through the words Amen, but really at the essence of the concept of Amen is... The following: Davar Acher, Amar of Yeshua ben Levi, call me Shenichnas Labate Knesis, Labate Medrashes Benam Hazeh. Because think about it: Where is it that we receive those blessings and affirm those blessings? Where is it that we affirm our connection to spirituality? It's in the Bate Knesis. It's in the shuls, in the synagogues. It's in the Bate Medrashes. It's in the study halls where we study the Torah. Whoever goes in, goes in. Doesn't even say participates per se. But it means that a person walks into the base medrash, he walks into the base knesses, these are places that he's frequenting. A person who makes himself or herself a spiritual person, a person who's connected to tefillah, to prayer, to Torah, to learning the Torah in this world. So that will continue. We are, we become something through this. We change the essence of who we are. And we stay forever. We stay forever how we are in this world, in the world to come. If we have connected ourselves in this world to spirituality, to prayer, to, to tefillah, to, to Torah, to learning, we continue to do that in the next world. That is who we are, and that's who we continue to be for all time. The verse tells us, which we say three times a day, Praiseworthy are those who sit in your house, right? The house of Tyra, the house of Tefillah, as we're saying. They will again praise you. What is King David saying when he says, they will again praise you? He is saying that we will indeed praise Hashem another time. We will praise Him 
in the world to come. We will be involved in Torah learning, we will be involved in prayer, because at the essence of what is Torah and what is, what is Tefillah, the essence of it is a Yahalalucha Sela, it's a praise of Hashem. When we say Amen, it's a praise of Hashem when we, when we are asking Hashem for our needs, when we are receiving the blessings of the Kohanim for our spiritual needs. It's, uh, it's an affirmation that God is the King who provides us with all of our needs. If we have done that in this world, we will do it certainly in the next world. And this explains an important point. We're coming up to the Yemei Haddin, we're coming up to the, to, to the high holidays. We're coming up to Yamim Noi Roim, the awesome days. What are the Yamim Noi Ram about? Besides for the fact, of course, we know it's the time of Din, we have an Amos Haddin, we have a, a fear of what's going to be, we're judged for what's going to be for the coming year. But in the simple shot of the day, it's a Yom Trua, it's a day of, of those shofar blasts. We are coronating Hashem, our King. One way that we do it is by affirming that He's the, the judge, and our standard of living needs to meet His standards that He desires from us. That's one aspect of it. But, but another aspect of it is that we are acknowledging that He is the one who provides us with our needs. He's the one to whom we pray. He's the one that if we have success, it's because He decreed that success on Rosh Hashanah for us for the entire year. He decrees what our livelihood is going to be. He is the source of the blessings that we have in our lives. But what do we talk about in Rosh Hashanah, as we mentioned? We talk about They're all going to make, kind of come together. The entire world, all of humanity will come together in one band to serve Hashem. To serve Hashem with one heart. Right? If we, in this world, recognize that's kind of not kind of perhaps because it's a central theme of Rosh Hashanah is that we're not just looking for a good judgment in this world for this year we're looking for a good judgment for the times of Mashiach we're looking for a good judgment for the times of Olam Haba because whatever we do here is what it's going to look like the way that we think about things the way that we approach life the way that we move our minds into being in consonance and resonance with Taira to the degree that we do that, that's what it's going to look like in the future. That's the essence of what Rosh Hashanah teaches us, and that's the essence of what this message is saying. If I say Amen in this world, if I'm involved in Ruchnius, if I'm involved in connecting to Taira in this world, it's going to continue for all time. Dabar Achem, Rav another thing that Rav says, a related idea, and this comes back to our Pasuk and our Parsha. Whoever listens to the voice of the Torah, the Torah has a voice. <laughs> it's so beautiful. The Torah has a voice. The Torah speaks to us. The Torah sings to us. Whoever listens to the voice of the Torah, in this world, we accustom ourselves to listening, asking ourselves a question, what does Hashem expect from me? What does Hashem expect from me in this moment? What is the Torah telling me in this moment? Right? The more Torah we know, the more we are seeking the, the will of Hashem, the more we are looking for Hashem in our lives, the more we hear that Hashem is in our lives, the more we hear what is it that Hashem wants from us. If you listen to the voice of Torah in this world, you will merit to hear that very voice, that very sound in the world to come, in the times of Mashiach, in the times of the Messiah. Shekasuboy, the Pasuk says, 
So Pesach in Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 11, Very interesting. The Medrash is dashing. We think, you know, we say these words at Chasana. Hashem, I sang at two weddings this week. Beautiful, joined together of two souls of the Jewish people to create a new house, a new home. Generations. We think of these words, the voice of joy, the voice of, of gladness, the voice of the chasen, of the groom, the voice of the bride. We think of this as a simple pshat. We think it's talking about, which it is on the simplest level, the voice of the of, uh, the sounds of the joy of of a, of a bride and a groom. But what does it have to do with Mashiach? What does it have to do with the call? Uh, the 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 what is this call? This voice. Okay, it's happy. It's joyous. Okay, this is also happy and joyous. Maybe we didn't have enough joy. We we had to remember Yushalayim. Why do we have to remember Yushalayim when we when a person gets married? What's this connection to Yushalayim? This message is telling us an incredible thing. That the voice that we're hearing is the voice of Tyra. What is the voice of Tyra? What does this mean? The voice of Tyra is the voice of our relationship with Hashem. The voice of the Tyra is the voice of that. We're, if we're listening to the voice of Tyra, it means that we are looking for a relationship with Hashem. We are looking to do His will. Hashem, as it were, is the chasen. God, as it were, is the groom. The Jewish people are referred to as the bride. We stood under the chuppah. By Har Sinai, by Mount Sinai, Yushalayim, the Beis Hamikdash, was a, re- a representation of. It was the place of the Shechina, the the indwelling of God's divine presence. It was that place where you went there and you felt connected to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Even today, you go to Yushalayim, you stand by the by the wall, you stand by the Kaisel Maravi, which is a wall of the Temple Mount, the original. Heiligit Beis Hamikdash was on top of that mountain. You stand there and you have a sense, you have a feeling. This is a place of connection. This is a place of connection. The 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 spiritual elements, chosen, kala, groom, bride, come together. Where do they come together? They come together by the Harabais, by the Temple Mount. They come together in Beis Hamikdash. They come together through the Torah. Kimitzia and Tetzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitz
I want you to understand the import, the power of this Pasuk, of this verse. Since it's true, you want to know what is this world about. You want to know where are we headed and how do we find a place in the world to come. How do we fulfill our potential, our spiritual potential in this world so that that spiritual potential remains for all eternity. How do we do that? This is how we do it. If you listen to the words of the Torah, you are lifted up in this world, in Shnei Elamis, in this world and the next world. Make sure, be so careful to listen to words of Torah. There's so many things that we can listen to. There's so many lectures that we can listen to. We can find so much wisdom out there in the world. There's many interesting things out there. Science. Incredible. History. So many things to learn from. Listen to the news. What's going on in the world. There's things that we need to know. We need to be worldly. But you want to know what is the main thing? What should 99% of your listening be attuned to? What channel are we tuning to? We are channeling in. We are listening to Turn to the Torah channel. Turn to the Torah channel, Moshe Rabbeinu is telling us. Make sure that your focus is on Divrei Torah. Because if that's your focus in this world, to the degree that you resonate with Torah, you bring the Torah into your life, you develop your relationship with Hashem, you will have that in the world to come as well. This is who you'll be for all eternity. If you listen, to listen. If you listen, you will listen. The voice of Hashem, your God. And that voice speaks to us through a calling, through a priest who says, And even though he could get confused, if he's pretty sure he's not going to get confused. It's so important for the for the Shliach Sibur to say, Amen. I agree. Thank you, God. Please, may my blessings come from you. And when we hear the words of Torah, we need to affirm those words of Torah. When we hear the oath that God wants to, to place upon us to be good people, to be to have fidelity to the truth. We need to listen and we need to say, Amen, Amen. When we hear, there are curses if we don't keep the Torah. There are blessings if we do keep the Torah. What's going to be if we listen? We will have blessings in this world and the next. We need to say, Amen. All as one nation, Amen. We hear blessings, we hear something good, we hear something that we want, which is our relationship with Hashem, which is the Torah. The Kol Sasem, the Simcha, the Torah, is such an awesome, joyous voice. It's the voice of relationship with Hashem. It's the voice of good life. It's the voice of Shana Toiva, a, a good year. We want to be inscribed and written into the book of good life, but what does good life look like? It looks like the Achas. It looks like our life is centered around and focused upon serving Hashem. Sanctifying God's name everywhere we go. Focusing, thinking, affirming. Amen. 
focusing our thoughts, have listening to words of Torah. What am I listening to? Back to the Torah channel. Oh man, that's what I want to hear, resonating with that, to the degree that I resonate with that. I'm going to have a good life in this world and a good life for all eternity in the world to come. I want to bless you and ask you to bless me. Hashem should help us. That we should be able to say Amen. We should be able to affirm the blessings. We should be able to receive the blessings of Hashem in our lives. We should be able to have the the voice of joy which comes not just when Mashiach arrives, which Hashem should help that it should be so soon and with tremendous rachamim. Hashem should help us to hear that voice right now by listening to the words of the Torah that emanate from the Harabais from the Temple Mount even today. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes Ari Goldwag.